There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez the Best. Today is Friday, April 1, 2022. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. Happy April, everyone. Happy second quarter of 2022. What's up, guys? How you doing, man? You do anything fun this week? I did. I went to art fair. Let me tell you about art fair before I tell you what I did the, the night before art fair, which was not a good, well, it was a good night, but it was also not a good night. I'll tell you why in a bit. Spoiler. Um, it involves money, losing money, 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 money. Okay. Let's talk about art fair. First and foremost, you know, I don't want to come off as like some sort of uncultured person. But I went to art fair. It's my first time to ever go to art fair. Cause, uh, the last, you know, pandemic happened. So there wasn't really any art fair. I don't know if there was art fair last year, but pre pandemic, I know there was art fair, right? Like I knew about it and I would see people's stories, but I just never took the time to go. Cause I'm not an, I'm not an art guy, right? Uh, so when I went to art fair, I didn't really know what to expect. The art fair this year, 2022. And, you know, I just gotta be honest. That shit was kind of whack. <laughs> I don't want to come off as uncultured. Maybe I just didn't really understand the art or whatever. But I like, you know, I like looking at some art. You know, there's some art styles that I appreciate. But I felt like this was so underwhelming as a whole that it makes me not to want come back and makes me not want to come back to any other art fair, like art fair 2023 or 2024 if they do it again. If it's going to be like what I saw. So the I know that they have like satellite art uh art fair exhibits across like different places. We Rika told me about it on Hala Hala show. But um I went to the one in Ayala Triangle, which I think is the main spot. So the ticket's 150 and but the t- the the ticket gives you a wristband that only lets you go into this one little exhibit. It's like a rectangular exhibit in the little covered part of Ayala Triangle. But in the rest of the other exhibits, like the 3D shit, that the 3D augmented reality thing on your phone, on the grass, that's you don't need to pay to go there. So basically, you're only paying for admission to go to this rectangular uh, area there. And it's not that big. And the art was okay. Like, there is some okay art. My thing with art is, like, I, I want it to be explained to me. And I know of that, I don't know if that's right or wrong because I've been to museums and shit where they show like descriptions or whatever of what the artwork is. And I like that because then I get a little bit of an insight into what the artist was thinking, uh, when they were making the, you know, the work. But most of these exhibits just didn't have any of that. And it's not like these are, you know, not to, not to shit on these artists, but these aren't like, Picasso or Monet, like they, people would name like big names where I would maybe Google them. Like I, I don't know these artists. These are I think they're all local artists. So first of all, I don't know what these people are trying to show us with their art. 
besides the 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 whatever the superficial visual thing that we see there it would be cool if there was some like more backstory i don't know that's just how i am with art because i feel like i need that shit explained to me and i know artists are gonna say sometimes art doesn't need to be explained sometimes art is just what you make of it and i hate that I don't like not knowing what I'm going to see. <laughs> that's just how I am. Uh, that's why I'm not a big fan of museums and, 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 uh, galleries in general. I'm just not, I'm not a very artsy guy, I guess. But I was expecting a lot more for an art fair. When I think fair, I'm thinking like fair, right? When you think of fair, what do you think? You think of like cool, colorful exhibits. And because, you know, the traditional fair, you know, like a where there's games and then carnival rides and shit. I was thinking like that. But for art, I thought there would be more interactive exhibits. I thought there would be. I just know. I don't know what I was expecting. Maybe my expectations were too lofty. expect. But I was thoroughly disappointed. And I'm not telling you not to go. You still have if you list if you're listening today, I think you have until today to go or maybe this weekend but i'm just saying for me i thought it was a waste of time <laughs> that's please don't think i'm fucking i'm just saying from my perspective i did not have fun like at all there's there's maybe one or two pieces that i thought were pretty cool there's this one um like stat not statue it's like i don't even know what it is it looks like it's made out of bubble gum which it looks like the thing from hey arnold that helga shrine to arnold that's made out of bubble gum but the other like things that were, you know, the the most popular place to take photos there uh, for people was this. It looked like a they were colorful, like sari sari store shit in the in the corner of the exhibit. I wasn't super feeling that either. I felt like I feel like I could have made. I know that sounds really fucked up, but I I don't know. I didn't see anything so special about it. Right? No, no offense to the art. I just like uh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, there's also supposedly a film thingy exhibit, but it, it only happened at certain times. So when we went, uh, it was supposed to start at four. We got there at like two thirty. I didn't want to wait an hour, especially because I had been through the exhibit in literally twenty minutes. I was done because that was all there was. I didn't try the three D augmented reality because you had to download an app, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm not downloading an app, man. <laughs> That's on me though, so I can't really speak anything about the. 3D augmented reality thing. But yeah, man, art fair, bro. Anyway, the night before art fair. So here we go. Here's the, here's the real meat of the podcast. Oh, by the way, I have a sponsor today. I have to find a little break here. They're going to put it in. So I have, I don't, I have no idea how they're going to do that, but I'll, I'll let you guys know right before the sponsor hits. So you're not surprised, but let me talk about the casino real quick. So the casino, uh, and then I'll talk about Will Smith more than I did on Halala Show. So the casino, I went to Okada. I had a little craving because the night before going to the casino, I was watching YouTube videos on strategies for craps and roulette. And I don't know why. I just, I just felt like I wanted to play it on my phone. Like the, I wanted to download the app, the craps and roulette apps on my phone and just try the strategies that I saw on YouTube. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Why don't we try this and er- try to earn some real money? And I went with my friends Kiko G and Chino. So Chino, my former coworker at RX, and then uh, Kiko, I met him. He was my student job. I trained him at the station for a few years, and we we all went 
and Chino, 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 and Chino played Baccarat. I don't really like Baccarat because I just feel like it's boring. Uh, and Kiko, Kiko went to just kind of get free drinks. He went with his friends too. And I said, Hey, let's play craps because they, they didn't know how to play craps. So we sat at the electronic craps table and I showed them how to play. And after a while, Kiko G is like, all right, man, that sounds fun. Let me play. He only put a thousand in. And if there's any, if there's any sort of example of beginner's luck, you needed to see Kiko G. So in craps, craps is the game where you roll a dice. So basically, just to make it simple, the longer you roll the dice without rolling a seven, the better for everyone. And Kiko G rolled like 20 or 25 times without rolling a seven, which is super unlikely because seven is the most common combination on the dice, right? Six and one, five and two, four and three versus any other number. You know, like four is rare because you can only get three and one or two and two. It's a, you, you get the point. So he, he rolled so long. They call that a long gun or a hot shooter, hot shooter. And he made, he made everyone there a lot of money, including me. And he made money too. He started with a thousand. He, he went up to like three thousand something and he wasn't even betting aggressively because he didn't really know the other bets to make. I just showed him the basics. And it was so much fun. I started with 3,000 pesos and I was able to actually get up to like 8K. And then my degenerate self likes to get aggressive. My, I always say the more money I win, the bigger my balls get. Like I feel them. I feel my pants getting heavier because my balls get so big that I bet so big. <laughs> and I ended up fucking losing it all. But it, we played for like three hours for 3K in the casino. That 3K and you're able to play for three hours, that is rare. I'll tell you right now. You you can't really do that anywhere. So that was a lot of fun. And then Kiko was like, you know what? I want to play some more. So I was like, fuck it. I'll play some more. And I put 5K in. But the 5K, so the, the issue with gambling, right? And I don't advocate gambling unless you're just ready to lose a certain amount and you just want to go there to have fun. Don't go there to win money. Go there to have fun. Winning money is just a side thing. But my thing with, and, and not just me, but most people gamble. When they lose money, their mindset shifts from, I want to win money to, I want to win my money back. It always happens. So I put 5K in and I started betting really aggressive. I wasn't playing as slow as I was with the first 3K. And I lost the 5K in maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> so I lost 8K on the night. Uh, by that time, we'd been there for maybe four or five hours. So Chino and I decided to bounce, uh, and we had a sad KFC drive-through dinner <laughs> at four in the morning. We sat in the car and we were talking about how much money we lost. I'm not gonna tell you how much money Chino lost, but uh, he lost the, he lost a lot too. <laughs> but we were just laughing about it. We had a good time. We said, you know what? Let's go again, but in May. We'll use April as a time to build up some funds. But yeah, man, Okada is a really nice casino. BT Dubs, like City of Dreams, is nice. But something about Okada looks more modern. It is the newer of the, like the bigger one, right? So it's newer than Resorts World. It's newer than City of Dreams. So, and there's another one, right? City of Dreams. Um, what is the other one? Resorts World, City of Dreams. There's one more, I think, that I'm missing. And then Okada. Uh, yeah, so Okada is, is cool. And I signed up for a uh, membership card for the first time. Because I was reading online on Reddit that you should sign up for those cards because they, the, the hotel or the casino will give you compensation the more money you spend, the more money you lose, actually. 
So at least you get a little bit back. I don't know how much I'd have to gamble to actually get free rooms or get free food and whatever. But I figured I might as well sign up for one. So yeah, that was my adventure in Okada. Just a reminder, right? Do not gamble anything you're not willing to lose. But damn. And I, I, sh- I think I told you guys on Halo Halo, I, I went like a week and a half ago as well. So I won in Angeles and then I lost in Okada and then I lost in Okada again. So net, I am down like seven or eight K now. Fuck. That's, and then I, and then I looked at the, and then me, my problem is I think about, fuck, what if I just bought like some stupid shit instead? <laughs> oh man, what a day. But I, I saw in Kiko G's eyes when he started, cause it was his first time playing. And when he rolled 20 roll, 20 rolls plus in a roll, I knew, I saw it in his eyes, man. I saw that this man is forever hooked on this game. Like every time he goes to any casino, that's the game he's going to play. And I'm really happy because it is the most fun game in the casino. I will tell you right now, it's the most fun game. And also it's, it's the, um, it has the best odds in terms of like Google it. I'm not saying this because I'm trying to be a degenerate gambler and try to hook you in with me. I'm just look up the best odds in the casino besides poker, right? Because you're not really playing against the house ish. You're playing against other people. Uh, Blackjack, Baccarat, I think, and, and, and Craps have the best house odds or house edge, whatever you call it. But so you, you have the best chances of winning, even though long term, the casino will always beat you. So do your own research. And it led me down this path, by the way, of looking up biggest casino winnings ever. Besides the slot machine people, I was looking at people who like went on long runs and there's just one infamous guy. It's this Greek gambler. Let me look up his name because it's crazy. And it just goes to show you how, how, um, destructive gambling is in general. Biggest, I mean, come on, Google. Biggest gambling winner. Greek guy. It's a Greek guy. Here. Anargor, Anargyros Nicholas Karabuontis. So there, it has a, he has like a infamous story where he went to Vegas with 50 bucks and then he got a loan from like some loan shark guy, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it was a mobster. Uh, he was a professional pool player hustler and he loved to gamble. And he won over the course of, I think a few weeks, maybe two or three weeks, $40 million. Let me let that sink in. $40 million. He started with 50 bucks. And a loan of, I think, $10,000, but $40 million. But here's the thing. In like a week after or two weeks after he won, he got the $40 million, he lost all of it. All of it, bro. What? That's crazy. If I won $40 million, I would maybe pocket 30 and then I would lose 10 if I wanted to. But no fucking way would I lose $40 million, man. Anyway. Go look up the story. It's actually pretty interesting. I wonder if they're going to ever make a movie out of it. So yeah, gambling is bad. Uh, anything I want to share with you guys. I might watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2 this weekend. Did I watch anything new? Oh, I just started season 2 of The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Legally Blonde. What's her name? Say it with me. What's her name? Reese Witherspoon. It's okay so far. I completely forgot like... Most of the major, uh, most of like the other side plot lines of the first season. I remember the main plot line, which involved Steve Carell and the, you know, the sexual harassment shit. But there were a lot of side stories that I was like, oh yeah, I remember. I forgot that that shit happened. Mm, I have a hosting tomorrow. 
I'm hosting tomorrow for Fiesta Filipina, so I'm excited to do that. I'm gonna have my co-host Chal. I've never met her before, but she's a she's a host. She's cool in the meeting. Her name is Chal. What the fuck's her name, bro? Chal Chantog something. She might have you might have actually seen her. Like she must Chal Chang Lontok del Rosario. In case you didn't know, maybe you might have seen her at an event. Okay, so before I'm gonna talk about Will Smith more than I did on Halala Show, but before I do that, here is an advertisement. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ooh, that was so cool. <laughs> I got I had to send that timestamp to Podcast Network Asian everything. They included it in there. So yeah, take your vitamins, friends. Uh, so let's talk about Will Smith. So Will Smith, um, Will Smith. I told, I said on Halal Show what I agreed what Will Smith did was wrong, right? But I've been watching more videos from celebrities, a lot of comedians, so David Spade and Jim Carrey also. Jim Carrey had some thoughts on it. And I really, the words of Jim Carrey really resonated with me, man. He said that Hollywood are a bunch of spineless, whatever, cowards or whatever, something like that. And you know what? He has a point. How did, how did they, have the gall to like standing ovation Will Smith after that shit happened. It's crazy, man. And also, I was watching, uh, who was it? One of this, this one stand up comedian, I forget his name, and, and his other like people on his podcast. And they had a point about Will Smith, right? Will Smith is an emotional wreck, in my opinion, because the, the joke itself, the, the alopecia GI Jane joke, to me, and I don't have alopecia, and it's not my wife that be, is being talked about. But I think that was like literally the tamest joke that you could have done about Jada Pinkett Smith, especially with all of the entanglement uh, issue, whatever the the open marriage shit that they have. I feel like the GI Jane joke was super tame, but once again, I don't have alopecia, and it wasn't my wife, but. Just from an outsider perspective, it was not the worst joke that could have been made. Like, what if Chris Rock could have gone after the whole infidelity aspect or angle of it? Uh, and here's the thing that, that that podcast that I listened to said. They said that you it come it it, it entails. Oh, actually, no. I was also saw and I, you know, I don't really like a lot of what he says, but Ben Shapiro had some pretty 
coherent thoughts about it, which I really appreciated. He said that that comes with being a public figure because Ben Shapiro gets bashed all the time. And he shared that there's a lot of jokes and memes made at his expense and also at his wife's expense. And he even shows them to his wife. And most of the time, they find it funny. But even if they don't find it funny, he said that he understands there's nothing he can do because he's a public figure. And Jada Pinkett Smith shared that she has alopecia to the world, which in turn makes it a public thing, right? So if, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, if you share it as a public figure, then people are going to talk about it. People will make memes about it and joke about it, whether you like it or not. So that joke in, in, in that context is like not the worst joke ever. TBH. And then the fact that Will, and, and to go back on Will Smith being an emotional, like roller coaster, he went from laughing to getting up smacking and then going to the stage and crying all within the span of like 20 minutes. That's not normal. What he did was not normal. Right? People who are standing up for Will Smith and saying what he did was right, I cannot really justify why you, I I cannot justify that side of your argument about him getting up there and smacking him was the right thing to do. Now, defending your wife's honor is, is, is you can still do that in non-violent confrontational ways and also in a way that doesn't embarrass you and another person and your wife. Diba? Like, that joke was so lame, actually. Like, it was lame as well. It wasn't, it, not only was it tame, it was also not a super great joke. It wasn't that funny. Like, and I, I, I said on Halo Halo, I didn't even know that she was dealing with alopecia. So all I thought of it, if I was going to watch it for the first time, was I would have just thought it was a, a hairstyle joke. And then it would have moved on. He, Chris Rock probably would have made fun of somebody else. And no one would ever even think about Jada Pinkett's alopecia. But now it's front and center stage. So in essence, I think Will Smith, by defending his wife's honor, actually further made her, made people more aware of her condition that she has said she is con- conscious of. That's just, I, that's how it seems to me. How many of you, be honest with me, right? You can even message me on Instagram. How many of you actually knew Jada Pinkett had alopecia? I don't follow Jada Pinkett Smith. TBH, I don't even think that she's that great of an actress. I'm not shitting on her because I don't, you know, I'm not shitting on her because I feel like it or that's what a lot of people are doing. I just don't think she's that great of an actress. Name me one iconic role of Jada Pinkett Smith. Do it off the top of your head. Don't say Matrix because it's not her movie. Do you even remember her name in the Matrix? Was it Nairobi? What was her role? Wasn't she Morpheus's love interest? I think. See, that's the thing. It's not that memorable. What else has she been in? They tell me. Unless you're the fe- the leader of the Jada Pinkett. What movies? I don't even know. I could I could only name you Matrix right now. Although I've seen her in a few other movies. Okay, let's see. She's in True Colors. Menace to Society, Set It Off, Scream 2. See, I've watched all the screams. I completely forgot she was in Scream 2. Ali, Collateral. She was in Collateral? Oh, yeah. She was the girl in the taxi with with Jamie Foxx. But that's not even her movie. That's Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx's movie. 
She was in the Madagascar. Uh, so she played the voice in Madagascar. Magic Mike. She was in Magic Mike? See? What, what is she in, man? What movie is it? She was in A Nutty Professor? I don't even remember any iconic. Name me one. I, if, and if you can name me a movie that she's in, name me like an iconic scene or line or monologue that she's in. I cannot name you one. So I don't know anything about Jada Pinkett Smith. So, so I was actually surprised that she had alopecia. Right? So I don't know. Do you think Chris Rock would know that? I, 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 maybe. That could have been a joke on the fly, by the way. Because it was such a crappy joke. I don't think Chris Rock would have wrote that joke. Chris Rock is a really funny guy. I, I, I feel like that joke was really below his talent level. So, he could have just said it, cause he made the initial joke about Will Smith first. He, he said like, uh, he was making a joke about Javier Bardem and saying that Penelope Cruz wouldn't want him to win because they're married, right? Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Because if, if Penelope loses, then Javier can't, uh, can't win and Javier should hope that Will Smith wins. So that was the joke. So maybe he went from Will Smith and he saw Jada because they're pretty close to each other on the stage and he probably just came up with a joke on the fly. That's just how I imagine it happened. And when you see a bald, uh, and Jada Pinkett is attractive, right? And she's fit. In a way, it could have been even like a semi compliment. I don't know. I didn't cut. I wasn't really that because GI Jane came out. I think in the nineties, so I was too young to see what the backlash was. There was someone who tweeted. I think it was Tiffany Haddish, or maybe it was Nicki Minaj. Someone tweeted about how be like GI Jane had a lot of people ta- talking shit to women back in the day because it was like a a derogatory thing to say someone was like G.I. Jane. So I don't know about that side of things. But G.I. Jane was pretty fit. Like Demi Moore was fucking yoked, man. And she was hot. I don't know. I find, De- I find Demi Moore hot in general. But she was hot in G.I. Jane. So it's not the worst comparison either. That's just me. I don't know. But what do you guys think, right? It, it really is, I think, a culmination of Will Smith going through a lot of shit. And maybe Jada, I don't know. I don't really want to say that maybe he's being emasculated by Jada. But just seeing Jada's reaction and then Will's reaction, they had different reactions to that joke. Will was laughing. And then he went from laughing to getting up, hitting Chris Rock, and then cursing like a madman. Like that was the, that was the, that was the, he was cursing and and screaming like a man with a lot of problems. You don't talk like that unless you have a lot of anger. But do you think all that anger was towards that one joke? I really don't think so. I think it was like the breaking point of many different things in Will Smith's life. What that, what those things are, I don't know. A lot of people can speculate, but it really just feels like, would that one joke set you off that bad? I don't think so, bro. It, it, it just doesn't seem like the kind of joke that would really set someone off if that was the only thing that was his problem in general. I could see it being the tipping point of a lot of other things though. And from that perspective, I could, I see why it happened. But if it's just that that set him off, parang no. Parang labo. 
right? I could see jokes being, you know, if someone, if, if he went on a tirade, is that the right way to say it? A tirade on Jada Pinkett and kept making fun of her hair and then their open marriage, then I could see it. I actually probably wouldn't even be mad at Will Smith for going up there and smacking him if it went down that route where it, maybe it was a five-minute long roasting of his wife. But it was a, like as Chris Rock said, it was a G.I. Jane joke. But yeah, that's my thoughts. That's, I just wanted to go further because I didn't really want to delve into it that much in Halalo uh, because we were already running long on time. But yeah, let me know what you guys think. Let me know also what you think about the dynamic advertisement insert- insertment of Podcast Never Asia. I've never done that before because on Hala Hala, we never really uh, do that. We do our own commercials, right? So yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast. And I'll try to record again next week, maybe Friday or Tuesday. And go to Art Fair if you want. Uh, go gamble if you want, but don't spend on it as much as you can't lose. And have a great weekend. I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 